an elegant weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is Vic Ruggiero from the Slackers, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. to an elegant weapon episode 110 i am your host ross jedi j please excuse me while i flick my bick what the fuck do you want you guys want to buy some chronic ah. oh sorry what was I that put a fucking filter in that shit ah right into the back of the throat don't you fucking hate when that happens <laughs> giggity oh that's just fucking <laughs> Welcome back, kids. It's good to be talking to y'all again. El Haquez is in the house. What's up? I'm over here. And, yeah, you're over there to my extreme right. Which way am I sitting? Yes. I believe at this moment you'd be to my extreme right. Uh, from Colorado to Toronto. <laughs> but uh, also, hanging out. Uh, this week, kids, uh, returning one half of the creative force behind what is the adventures of Super Stoner, Andy, the writer, Vega, is chilling out tonight. Andy! Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Master Roz? It's great to have you back hanging out, man. Much has happened since the last time you were on the show. Oh yeah, man, yeah, we've had a, a pretty exciting couple of months since the uh, last time we were on. Um. Yeah, last time we were on, we were uh, we were we were telling people about our Kickstarter, which uh, which was un- it was unsuccessful, but uh, but we got uh, we saved up enough money and uh, we had a good buddy. Um, he contributed a lot of money to the Kickstarter, and when it ended up not going through, he just ended up just giving us the money anyway, to help us out. And, uh, and that got us enough money to get everything, you know, printed out some comic books, some posters, had some T-shirts made, and then we got our all our money together, and uh, and we had our launch at uh, Cannabis Cup like we planned in uh, in Denver this last past April. Um, yeah, it was amazing, man. We we were there for the weekend. We sold over a hundred comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, we uh, we met Tommy Chong. Wow, man. 
yeah, I had a uh, I had a, a a Beatles girl moment when uh, we were I was at the booth and we were selling comic books and everything, and then uh, um, I looked down the the hallway and I see a, a gray haired like a gray haired man walking towards us, and I'm like, man, who? Yeah, that guy looks like Henry Rollins. And sure enough, you know, I look up and he's passing right by us. And I'm like, I just yell out like a girl, like, oh, my God, it is Henry Rollins. <laughs> That's and awesome. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, and I, I ran up and I grabbed and I gave him a book and told him I was a big fan and let him know that, uh, you know, he should, he should check it out. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Fucking talk about fucking right place, right time, yeah? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, and then, yeah. uh, sorry, it's, I just wanted to oh. say... Um, I've had many, many Kickstarters on this show, and yours was the first that didn't quite get funded, but you guys were also, to your extreme credit, did not stop there, where a lot of people would have just stopped there. And you Mm -hmm. guys, you know, worked it out, got support, whatever you fucking did, and as a result, that physical comic book is in my collection, you know what I mean? Right on, man. So fucking bravo to you fucking guys for not just being like fucking... And also showing a good example of what a productive fucking pothead can do, you know? Yeah, oh, definitely. We're working on a second one too, man. Uh, Chip Chip just got a a cover sketch drawn for for the next one. And uh, so hopefully we can get that out, you know, sometime. Uh, The goal is to get another one out, man, hopefully by uh, September, October... And then we want to have a third one out because we want to go to a Cannabis Cup in Los Angeles in Ooh. February. And uh, so the goal is to have at least, you know, have three three solid books out. So when we go to Cannabis Cup in February, we'll, you know, we'll have a lot. You know, we could show people how far we've came in, you know, in just a year. Yeah, I wish I knew uh, known you were here for the Cannabis Cup. I would have given me more in, uh, reason to go. Is it oh, yeah. a different place every year? You know, it's like a tour now, I'm assuming, because it seems like every two months they have another one, because they just had one in San Francisco, and I think they're having another one coming up here. In, it's uh, like a convention. In, in Mich- yeah, in Michigan. It's like a, yeah, it's an ongoing thing. They have one in Denver, one in Seattle, uh, one in California. Uh, of course, they have one, uh, one in Amsterdam. That's and, the main uh, one, isn't it? That yeah, that's that's the main one. That's yeah, the that's the big started. big one. And yeah, now they're having they're starting to have them in uh, in Michigan now. Did Michigan it feel a... like a con? Did it feel like a like a oh man when we went but pot? <laughs> oh man, it was so awesome, dude. It was like like utopia. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> was there. There was they, like I was talking to uh, Miss High Times, uh, 2012. And, you know, when you're a high times girl, you go to all of them, you know, and she was saying that that this Denver one was the biggest one ever. Um, they, it was it was indoor and outdoor. There was like over 40,000 people there. Damn. And it was yeah, it was just crazy. And on the first day, you know, they ran out of food and they ran out of water. Oh, you do not and... want to run out of food at the cannabis cup. Right. And you would think, you know, anywhere else, you know, people would be outraged and starting riots and all that stuff. But it's cannabis cup, man. Everyone just was doing dabs and and getting crazy. They should have called it the dab cup because, yeah, man, for every for every flower booth, there was about five dab booths, man. And you were going around getting like dollar dab hits wherever you went. man. So So there's actual smoking going on in the con. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's indoors and outdoor. Oh. Okay. Um, 
and then the in, inside you weren't allowed to smoke. You could vape, but there was no uh, no open flame and no dabbing um, on inside. But outside, anything goes on the outside. And um, when um, on the first day on Saturday, it started to rain um, toward like almost around three o'clock. It started to rain, and, and everyone was coming in. And uh, and that was a really like busy time for us, man. We had we were we were right by the entrance where the the entrance from the outside into the inside, and uh, so we were getting a lot of traffic and we we're selling a lot of comic books. Nice. So by the time 4:20 hit on the first day, everybody was inside because it was raining outside and no one cared. Everyone just lit up their blunts and joints <laughs> inside and started blazing. And I'm like, I said, fuck it, man. I started rolling a rolling a blunt right there behind our booth and started puffing on it. And there was you know, there's cops and fire marshals walking around, but, oh, you know, but no, but, but they were so like, they were cool about it. Like, like no one, like yeah. no one said anything. Like I had a moment of panic uh, at one point because I was rolling up a joint because I was going to go out outside and, you know, have a little puff. Um, and as I was rolling it, a cop walked by and I had like a, like a panic moment, man, for like a split <laughs> second, my heart stopped. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm in Colorado. No big deal. Right. <laughs> You're not used to that at all. So I, I was thinking about that. I was taking the light rail. And I had my pen with me, and I was just puffing on it, and a, a cop showed up. And I, I had that same sort of moment. I was like, oh, shit, I should probably – oh, you know what? I don't have to put this away. I mean, oh, I should. Yeah. Technically, you're still supposed to. but Yeah, you're not supposed to flaunt it in public, though, right? Yeah. Right. But yeah, still, but, you it know, was, it, it this is one a... of those things. Like, it's a, it's a vaporizer. It could be anything. It, it didn't seem like it was a big deal either way, because uh, we met up with some friends out in Denver uh, the first night and went out and had some dinner, and we were just hanging out in downtown Denver, and, you know, we're waiting for a table to open up uh, at the restaurant we were hanging out at, and, uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't care, man. They were, we were smoking outside right on the, like, right on oh, the street, and, and uh, I mean, we didn't see any cops or anything. I'm sure if we would have saw a cop, we would have put it away. But like people walking by us didn't mind. They didn't say anything. Right, right. Yeah, we we're we we're of smoking. Of course, they're on, not uh, going to say anything. How do you not mind with the 14 yeah. million extra dollars in taxes that's <laughs> going to be put into your fucking education system? Come on. Now. It's the same I way know. in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, the last two years I've been up there. Like everybody walks around with a vaporizer of some sort. I don't know what's yeah. in it, but you can definitely tell who the stoners are. Well, I, I, everybody I, in Seattle kind of looks like a stoner, so it's hard to say. Well, it's fucking Seattle. Yeah, they've, they've got a history of fucking subcultures, you could say, you know. I really hope they bring it to Toronto and they have a fucking thing here. Because the closest uh, I know of that we get here is uh, in uh, March. There's a marijuana march. Sorry, there's a marijuana... Gee, <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a fucking marijuana march on 420. So at one of the big giant parks downtown Toronto, everybody meets up and then they smoke their way to Queen's Park, which is uh, like the parliament in Toronto, like the Ontario parliament. So uh -huh. uh, And every year it's super peaceful and the cops are laughing and hanging out with everybody, you know, and it's just a fucking bunch of hundreds of hippies just fucking going on a walk from a park to the parliament yeah. you know no uh, no violence no fighting oh, yeah. Yeah. i mean there's all like at the cannabis cup there's people there they're all ages you know old hippies you know kind of rough looking you know choloish <laughs> like type of people you know and uh, and everyone was just getting along man there was you know there was no uh <clears throat> no bad vibes or anything the only thing that was happening that was a big deal 
where uh, people were taking dabs and getting like way too messed up and getting dehydrated and passing out. Okay, okay. with this. Josh and I have another podcast called Two Jays Later. Okay. Plug. Yeah, plug, plug. You can find that on pointsofinterestpodcast.com. Uh, yeah, go there. And our show, Two Jays Later, we just had episode 25. But the last couple episodes, him and I have been discussing this dabbing thing. Because he's a little more familiar with it than I am, but I have fucking... This is, doesn't exist here yet, really. Up in Whoa, wow, really? Yeah, this is not a thing that has come my way or has been on my radar. Mind you, I'm not like a... 25 you know i'm 37 i'm not like in my 20s really knowing what's going on out there yeah yeah, you know what i mean but i know enough and i'm in the culture enough and it just hasn't got here and then i looked up and i started researching it and it's like cooking your fucking hash oil with alcohol or some kind of fucking shit well there's different there's a bunch of different ways to do it but yeah it's like i mean a lot of you hear the joke like it's uh it's uh, the crack of weed, like it dab, sounds dab, that dab. way, and and, and it kind of is. It kind of is when you think about it, you know, because there's an extraction, you know. I mean, I've never made. There's people make it all the time, all all over. Mm-hmm. The place. I've never, mm-hmm. I've never made it myself, but uh, I know, I vaguely know the process. Uh, so you you extract it, and then there's all different types you can extract it with. Some people extract it with butane. Um, I, I've CO two. Yeah, CO2, I hear, is a I better like way to, to extract it. And stuff, uh, like... The one I just uh, found out last night was propane. What? Wow, <laughs> yeah, see. That shit. <laughs> well, what you do is you, ex- you use that to extract it, but then but then there's a purging process where you purge out the, uh, the toxins, like, uh, you know, if you do it with alcohol or if you do it with butane or whatever. Um, and it's like you have to, like, you know, bake it you know in your oven or something something like that i don't i don't know the exact process yeah, some but it's it, some some crack ass way to cook it or something. yeah but it's it's just highly concentrated it's like like doing a little dab one one single dab would be like smoking like two joints like in one hit. instantly yeah <laughs> like in, yeah, instantly and, and that's all the kids the kids are loving it i i I do. I'll do a dab every now and then. My girlfriend likes it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm, I'd like I'm a, to try. I'm a joint. I'm a joint blunt guy personally, but I'll do a dab every now and then. Um, but uh, the kids, man, I'll do a little one, and that shit messes me up, man. I'm coughing. I'm choking. You know, I feel stoned. Yeah, but uh, I've seen. Uh, I've seen kids doing this stuff, man, where they're just, just fuck. I don't even know. Like, like it's like a long like stick like a like yeah, a long yeah, yeah, you know yeah. just doing it you know like like like, like a whole nothing. gram at once like it's nothing <laughs> right yeah and I'm, like, I'm like how do you do that you know <laughs> yeah but still you have a lot of energy to do these kinds of things well i know you smoke enough marijuana you're, you're good, you're good okay. <laughs> a friend of mine he, he hooked me up with one one night and as he handed it to me he said you're either gonna hate me or love me and i looked at it and i was like it's a good thing i have no place to be for the next two or three hours <laughs> it's like remember when we were talking about pale tokes yeah which i don't know what you'd call them andy but uh when you fill up a sink or a pail and use a two liter bottle oh we call those gravity bombs yeah yeah that's the general <laughs> term down there that's right uh they're called pale tokes here because we always did them in pails so you could transport them around the party not everybody had to stand at the sink you know yeah yeah <laughs> so um 
but we used to do it, and when we do it in the sink, we did the stupidest shit. So in this old, when I was like 19, I lived in this uh, like student house. It was like a townhouse, regular townhouse, but you know there was five of us in there, and uh, you know most of them went to uh, Sheridan College nearby. So it was just a bunch of art students, you know, potheads living in this house, doing way too much acid and have way too much time on your hands and shit. But what we would do in the kitchen is we would cook hot knives on the stove or do pale tokes in the sink. And then immediately you'd put your back to the wall and three guys would line up and, you know, push your chest till you blacked out. And that that was the shit back then. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid stuff we were able to handle and for some reason enjoyed doing to our bodies back then when we were like young, dumb, and fucking full of cum. It's, It's insane when I think back about it. I, I remember people doing stuff like that. I never, uh, I never wanted to black myself out, uh, but my little brother and his friends would do stuff like that, and I would, you know, I would come in and they were fucking around and, and doing stuff like that, and it was just funny. Like it was weird, yeah, you know, to to see that, and that's what they were doing for fun. <laughs> I don't know. The more it was all about just getting messed up. It was about just yeah, getting yeah. as messed up as you quickly and possibly could. But now the kids have taken it to like a dangerous height with the shit that they're fucking doing man yeah. oh yeah at least in yeah, the 90s we still had acid the worst that could happen to you was a bad trip you weren't gonna have like fucking heart attacks or you're fucking stop breathing or <laughs> well they got you know for a while man out here they were coming out with some crazy shit like, i don't know if you heard about uh the spice and the bath salts yeah stuff yeah. that was uh you know they they've got they've pretty much gotten rid of most of that stuff now i work at a smoke shop and uh, every once in a while, I'll get someone in there asking about it still. But, That's I mean, we, I, we sold that stuff for a little bit when it was brand new. But once, like, we started learning about it, and they, and they made it illegal, like, three times. Like, they made it illegal, then they kind of just changed the chemicals a little bit and reintroduced it. And by the second time that they made it illegal, we were just, like, done with it. And we never even – we never carried bath salts. We would just carry the spice. Once we started learning about bath salts, that was, like – you know, the owners of my shop are like an old hippie, old hippie couple, so they're not gonna, you know, they don't want to get involved in in just crazy stuff like that. Where a lot of other shops are, are, you know, they're they're young, they're run by like younger people, and and you know sometimes they'll just go crazy and and just you know sell anything that will sell, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, for a while, man, bath salts was was pretty. It's a pretty interesting, interesting story on the yeah, news like out here. Were freaking out and eating each other and shit, weren't they? Yeah. Zombie crazy. <laughs> yeah, shit like that, man. Yeah. Well, it's exciting because El Hawk, as you've got your card, and in well, fact, I have, apply. I have the ca- a card that allows me to work at a store. Right. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yes, yes. So you today uh, searched out some possible employment, or was that yesterday? It was yesterday, but uh, yeah, it's. It's cool. Is there it's any cool. particular it's... shops that you went to that you hope over the rest? <coughs> had, uh, had, you, it... had you been to them all before? No. Okay. Uh, I'm a lot of these I'm going into for the first time. Right. Because uh, you've only actually since this came legal, you have only bought like very rarely actually from a dispensary, right? From a recreational dispensary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it it's the tax is so high. It's it's just. Uh, I don't have the funds for it, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, but uh, it's cool to just walk in, and they're like, hey, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I just I just want a joint. You guys got a joint? 
You know, and, and then you just you buy a joint and then you just walk out the store. It's Who great. Who rolls that joint? They're already pre-rolled. Who the fuck is a pre-roller? Is there some guy they have a, in the back? Like there's just dudes in the back. They have a machine. They have a machine that rolls. I've seen them. They roll like 60 joints at a time, but they don't roll them. They're all in cones, and they just pack them. Uh, Actually, the one I got yesterday is, is an actual joint. It looks like it was put through some sort of a machine. Yeah, oh, really? It's, okay. it's just, it's, it's like the paper is just way too uh, even yeah. for someone to just have rolled it themselves. Maybe they're using one of those old stapler cigarette making machines. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Those were fun. <laughs> I remember my dad when I'm a kid, him just sitting at the kitchen table fucking <laughs> making a joint. Clank, cranking them out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It'd be fun, man, if like. Uh, see, it's a really weird thing with the mix, because I was so happy when I met you guys and doing the Super Stoner thing and stuff, and Josh, too, is after, you know, our own heart, but I never, ever thought that I would actually encounter the stigma of being a pot smoker in the fanboy community, like has come up occasionally these people dude i gotta tell you something oh, go will, ahead yeah <laughs> they will talk about how you know you go to cons and it's the most accepting place in the world and anybody who can be who they want and do what they want and wear what they want and blah 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 but really it comes down to it and, and unless you're in a certain set of genres or you know live a certain fucking kind of lifestyle it, it will happen, and they'll kind of get oh, hypocritical yeah. about it, man. I fucking, I face some shit because this is a fucking, you know, this show is what it is, you know? But go on. Dude, and I, and I would say, dude, your show, I mean, I'm surprised, yeah, man, like, like, who doesn't, like, enjoy, enjoy, uh, weed, like, fanboys smoke weed, too, you know? And, uh, that's, I don't understand, like, why I someone would, uh, give you some shit about that. actually. Oh, yeah, it's true. You know, like, my biggest, the biggest support I get on this podcast, and most of my listeners and stuff, are creators. Are people who are <laughs> making their own podcasts, or own comic books, or writing their own stories, or doing whatever. You know, I, I don't hear from tons of kind of just straight up fan kids, you know what I mean? That's, uh, alright. Yeah. Well, I got, yeah, since we uh, did uh, Cannabis Cup, we've also been to, uh, to uh cons like we never uh we didn't we didn't get a chance to set up a booth or anything but me and chip went together and made our presence known and we're handing out flyers and stickers and stuff we did a uh we did the phoenix comic con out here which is really big and then uh the next month we went out to las vegas and we did a, a, a comic con in vegas which is really fun um but when we were in the phoenix one um yeah, man, we uh, I you know I I wear the super stoner shirt. Shit, it's, yeah, which know, I it's need a big one old, of, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big, huge pot leaf. You know what it looks like. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and you know I cosplay. You know I caught you know the character is roughly based off of my likeness, so I have fun with it, and I uh, and I do super stoner cosplay, um, which is you know my normal clothes. Yeah, but I uh, giant spliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've seen that, right? I yeah, made that yeah. giant joint. <laughs> it's actually an e-cigarette. I put an e-cigarette in there so I could take puffs on it and blow out smoke, ah, and then the nice. the tip turns the tip turns red, nice. and I, I get I get I get a lot of good attention that way. But I was doing that right, and I could hear this mom with her kid walk by me, 
and go, oh my god, like like really, yeah. really, this is a comic con, and I'm thinking like, really, lady, you got teenagers walking around almost naked, yeah. and that's fine, right? <laughs> but a guy with a with a pot leaf on his shirt, man, that's where the line is drawn. <laughs> oh my! I'm gonna god. I'm gonna use that because that's just funny, but I got to use that as my exit. Oh, you're taking off. you got things to do. Well, thanks oh. for hanging out for the time that you did, Mr. Yeah, well, L. Hawk, as uh, you and I will sit soon for another two days later, and we'll bring that at you, kids. Yeah, it's good meeting you, Andy. Sounds good. Hey, good night. Nice meeting you, too, man. Maybe we'll uh, we'll hang out again. Yeah, for sure. Right, right on, man. I'm out, guys. Take it easy. Have a good day. But, yeah, yeah. man, it's, it's been a weird thing. I've had lots of people tell me, you know, if you just stop, like, smoking pot and stuff, uh, you'd probably, you know be a lot more successful and this and that and then i'm like but yeah but then the show wouldn't be what it is you know yeah exactly exactly like, like the for the reason we started this show is literally we sat down in the basement we hit record on an iphone and lit a joint and <laughs> you know whatever the hell came out was whatever the show was gonna be right and right, it just yeah. happened to be around the time that uh new 52 was coming out so we happened to be talking a lot about comics. And then we realized all we fucking talked about was comics and Star Wars. So <laughs> that's how the show just kind of found its its place. It's like being, you know what I mean? Like our first episode, we talked about like Portuguese man of wars and shit. Like it made no fucking sense. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, it's good that you got like a, a theme to it because, uh, yeah, it's interesting, you know, like. I don't know. I like to hear about comic books, man. I like I like talking comics. I like getting baked and reading comics and talking comics, man. It's like one of my favorite subjects. Well, they go so fucking hand in hand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's I, it's where half the shit came from, you know? I, I don't understand the ways of the thinking, but uh, it, it's good that you had the cannabis cup. And as long as you keep it up, people will start to fucking, you know, I'd really be interested to see how a table would go for you guys at a regular con, you know? You know, and we feel like, like, you know, we've talked about it. And we know if we got a table at a Comic-Con, and we still plan on doing a table at a Comic-Con eventually. They're just so hard to get into, man. They, they book up really fast. Oh, yeah, you got to um, be on top of that shit. Yeah, but when we do do it, um, we know that uh, we'll probably not get as much of attention. We'll probably not, you know, we don't anticipate on selling a whole lot. Um, you know, Chip, I would just, uh, I told Chip what he should do is uh, just draw a bunch of funny, you know, uh, just just uh, icons, icons, superhero icons, comic book icons, all types, you know, because they're, you know, it's all, you know, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Ninja Turtles. I mean, you could, you could do little funny caricatures and we'll, and we'll make them our style, you know, like kind of more adult, you know, a little risque, uh, you know, maybe not all drug references, but definitely, uh, yeah, uh sure. superhero, superheroes on their downtime type of thing. That's and just awesome you know, idea. and just be yeah. goofy, just goofy about it, and uh, it's definitely going to be for the older crowd. It's not going to be for the kids, but it's Chip. You know, Chip is a great artist. Oh, of course. And and he could do some funny stuff. And uh, yeah, if you follow him on Instagram, uh, yeah, he he's been working on these Ninja Turtle ones where they're uh, middle aged. Uh, middle-aged ninja turtles i haven't seen those oh man <laughs> they're, yeah they're hilarious man like michelangelo's a businessman and he's in like a like a like his business suit but he's got the arms ripped off because you know <laughs> it's all buffed you know 
and it's like he's, he's old got man a, he, butt, isn't he? Yeah, he's got yeah, old man mud butt. Yeah, old man mud butt. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you've got to actually lay this out for me because I'm confused. Okay. Uh, a few weeks ago, you were kind enough on Super Stoner's Facebook page, which you can go to the Adventures of Super Stoner on Facebook, and you guys were kind enough to share an Elegant Weapons Facebook page. Yeah. And fucking, like, boosted us by hundreds of fucking likes in, like, fucking weeks. So, first of all, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. And right second on. of all, there seems to be this interwoven... Uh, little click of pages and I can't tell who's running what because I know oh, you're, okay. there's there's like Captain yeah. Crazy Eye, the official Irish Starbuck. Explain this who's doing what Okay. Thing. Those are uh those are actually two really good friends of mine and uh and the Captain Crazy. Yeah. He uh he helps me with my uh Super Stoner Facebook. Uh he he uh Ad, he uh, administers it, and he does. He's in charge of a lot of the posts. I post some stuff too. I do when I do posts, it's more related to actual like super stoner stuff. Like I post like the links to the websites and the, the links to the different uh, you know like the the YouTube and 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 then I also post our other uh, uh, when we were on it last time. I keep I keep reposting that like every week <laughs> uh, just to get it out yeah, there, you know. That's awesome. Um, and uh, you know I have I do um, all the uh, super stoner actual comic related stuff. Where Captain Crazy he does um, all the other like little like memes and info. He puts all that stuff in. Um, he also does that for like a bunch of other. Uh, he, he administers a bunch of. Uh, uh, pages on Facebook. Uh, that's just what he does. Like as a hobby, it's him and his wife. So and, yeah, his uh, wife is Irish eyes Starbuck is I, or whatever. Is yeah, his wife is Irish Starbuck. Yeah, yes, and they both do that together, and and they run a couple of different pages. I don't classically I don't, trained gamer. That's another one of them. I'm actually involved in that one too. Okay. Uh, because uh, well, I met them. Uh, I met them at my shop. They came in, you know, they would, you know, buy pipes, they'd buy whatever. Right. Um, and we just got to talking, and, and somehow we just started talking about video games. We started talking about Xbox, and they play Xbox, I was playing Xbox, and uh, so we exchanged gamer tags, and we started playing Xbox together online. And we've been playing, I've known them for a couple of years now, and it all started off just playing Xbox games together. So, and we still play Xbox games together. Uh, and you know we've we've tried to do like clans, you know, like do a like a Call of Duty clan and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but now they they're trying to uh, like like start a new thing where it's like a like a, a Facebook gaming community where people just come together and they talk about do, playing video games and what games they're playing and and you know they could they can meet new people to play with online, you know, and it's kind of just like a like a hobby like a for fun thing that they're trying to do and just just get it out there and i've been playing with them for a long time so they asked me if i wanted to be a part of that and yeah i said yeah it's fun you know i'll, I'll make little goofy memes or find stuff on the internet to put on and um eventually what i want to do is uh start getting on uh twitch i don't know if you've ever heard of twitch but I'm it's a sure it's a place where uh where people you could people could watch you play video games and you can interact with them like 
Like you play it, you put a game on, and it will show what game you're playing, and it will show you playing it. And then on the on the corner, it will show a picture of you, you know, like through a webcam. And then you there's like a little like section where you could chat with people, and it's like you can microphone chat, or you could you know if you have a keyboard okay. handy, you could you can do that, and it's all interactive through video games. And I was thinking about doing that, kind of like a stoner. You know, I want to get high and play video games because I got like an I got a, an old emulator where I've got NES games and Sega games, and I like all the old school games. Awesome. So I kind of want to start a theme a theme where it's like you know get high with Super Stoner and watch me play video games, and we'll just bullshit <laughs> and talk about video games. Um, so I want to I want to kind of get something like that off the ground because I think That's it'd awesome. be fun, and then I could plug my media totally. Yeah, exactly. Well, my girlfriend wants to get into that too. My girlfriend's a radio DJ out here, um, okay. but she yeah she's um, she's getting a podcast together too. But what she wants to do with her podcast is make it about like rock music and video games because that's what she's into. Shit. And. Uh, you have and, to get her on here when she gets it together, and we can. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. World, man, for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's—I mean, she's pretty active with the radio station. She's the weekend girl. She's the only female right, DJ. Right. She's the only female DJ on the station, and like it's been like an all-male station for years and years and years, and like all of a sudden they hired her to be a female DJ, and and like people are like really like like liking her so she's getting you know pretty pretty popular really quick that's awesome uh so yeah she's wanna she's gonna try to take advantage of that and do something that she wants to do and then we're gonna kind of like help each other out you know like you know sometimes i'll i'll be on the podcast with her you know just me and her playing video games because that's what we do anyways you know and uh and she's yeah she's she's into to you know marijuana and the and the medical marijuana and hemp and and you know she's you know, I wouldn't say we're activists, but we're definitely, you know. We do what you can. You're, we yeah. do what I can. Yeah, you know, I like, I like to get the information out there. You know, I'm not out there at the rallies, you know, all the time. You know, when I can, when I can, when I can get out of work and do some fun stuff like that, definitely. But you know, I don't, I don't make it a point to be there. You know. Yeah, I hear you. It's, uh, you know, it's coming around so easily on its own. I, it's, I don't think it really quite requires that old school you know 60s kind of you know activism yeah, well, type protest you know well I that's mean, what the comic book is is for too you know like like i have the you know the goofy story but then i also like to throw in the hemp facts and and as the comic book goes on you know the hemp facts are going to get a little bit deeper you know they're going to be a little bit more you know mind you know something to think about you know on the first one i just wanted to come out with something light you know like general facts most people know about them but you know okay, maybe so not yeah, yeah. you know and then yeah you'll start now you can start talking about the whole fucking cancer movement and everything exactly yeah. and i have that set up where i talk about you know the uh the benefits of the you know thc and cbds and and you know our brain and and how it communicates with white blood cells and you know I, I I've done a little bit of research on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I read pamphlets and and stuff. <laughs> there's so much out there to read now, you know. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. alone, there's so many fucking places that are just steady streams of information. Oh yeah, no, there. definitely. Yeah, I do I do my research and I've read articles and blogs and and. You know, I, I I like to keep myself aware, you know, aware of stuff like that, you know, because it's just good. It's good knowledge to have, and it's good to talk about too, you know. Yeah. Um. 
But uh, yeah, I want to I want to touch on that in the book, just you know, to get people thinking. That's what the whole, uh, uh, you know, we take a break from the story to kind of do that, you know, and, and yeah. then get back into a funny story. Well, it's just also about showing whatever story it is that you're not afraid to do that. You know, you're not afraid to bo- put that book out. You know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's and yeah, I've been selling it at my shop, and it's pretty hard to sell. I sell a few of them, but uh. I'm, you know, the area I'm in Arizona, it's a <laughs> really bad meth neighborhood. Um, you know, I write about what I what I see every day. You know, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that writers do. And, yeah, there's not exactly that, a, a glorious example of meth head in that book, is there? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, I mean, I, I deal with meth with you know, meth addicts all day, every day. Wow. You know, and I don't hate the people. You know, it's just, you know, it's just what I see, and and you know, I don't, you know. Whatever they want to do, that's what they want to do. That's that's up to them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I try to make make light of it and make jokes jokes about it. It's just a way to to me to to vent off, you know. What, it's just what, observations. Just different. That yeah, obviously made, and, and you know, totally makes sense when you read the book, which you all should do definitely. And uh, yeah, see, I'll pra- I'm gonna get my ass uh, one of your t-shirts, and I'll proudly wear it around the fucking Comic Con. Awesome, yeah, Dude, definitely, man, that'd be cool. Look at this shit right here. I'm gonna get some t-shirts made, I think, for uh, Fan Expo this year too. I'll get one of your shirts, man. Fuck I like. I mean, are you gonna do the elegant weapon with the lightsaber, or are you gonna yeah. come up with something different? I like the lightsaber and the joint. Man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm probably gonna make cool a design. couple of the of the lightsaber, the fucking hands holding the joint. I'd like to make uh, one or two, like, maybe girl tees or girl tank tops with the Slave Leia with the hookah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one, too. Yeah. That would be a good seller, I think. I think for the girls, like, just, like, a little, like, copy of the picture, like, on the front of, like, a beater or something, you know what I mean? Like, I think that'd be cool. But, uh, actually, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out, and uh, I don't know uh, if he's got time or what's going on, but... Uh, our, our most recent guest on episode 109, artist Patch Silver of uh, Mad World, the graphic novel. It's one trippy fucking book, kids. You should check it out. There's a Kickstarter right now. Support while you can. It's uh, Mad World. But anyways, Patch was on, and uh, he made the offer, do you need any artwork? And uh, I was like, actually, you know what? I have been looking for somebody to do me a zombie Rasta logo. And he was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm on that, dude. So we'll see if he has the time to uh, to pull that out. But I've al- I've always wanted a zombie Rasta logo for the fucking show. So yeah. I, if if that turns out, I'd like to put something like that on a T-shirt too. Oh man, I could I could see it like right now. Like yeah, a, totally. Like eh? a real it's an old image. You can yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm picturing like an old like an old zombie. You know, where it's like half skull. You know, yeah. the skin barely hanging on. A couple dread, maybe yes. a few dreads still left. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's got a joint. A big old split yes. in its mouth and the smoke is coming out like not only like out of its Ooh. nose but it's also coming out of like parts of the skull what, you know dude. up top you know oh, like, <laughs> see that's why you're the writer dude yeah i could <laughs> i could awesome. see that right now man it's that's that's pretty cool i saw fucking that reminds me of a picture i saw today where somebody drew a skull but the skull was cut in four sections and each section was a different skull character so there was Skeletor, Ghost Rider, uh, fuck, and there was other two. I can't remember who, but they were all fucking skull characters. Oh, the Red Skull. So it was the Red Skull, Ghost Rider, uh, fucking, what was, there was a fourth one, but I can't remember. 
But it was just a cool idea with the skulls. But yeah, that would look awesome, the smoke just going through the fucking zombie head. Because I just kind of pictured a joint in his, like, zombie floppy hands, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, but, uh, oh, I hope it, I hope it works out, because that'd be pretty cool. But uh, super, super excited about, uh, oh, we got to talk about something. Yeah. Actually. This is the story of Star Wars. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. I don't know how on your radar this is, but uh, we, ha- we have to do the little bit of obligatory Star Wars conversation here on an LUL. Okay, okay. And I don't know if you saw what happened today. I didn't see what happened today. No, or was it yesterday? I'm not aware. No, I'm not. I don't. But, uh, I'm not aware of any recent news. Okay, it's it's. Uh, you're aware of the force for change that's been happening? This contest things where you can actually get a role as an extra in Episode Seven. Yeah, I've heard about that. Okay, well, J.J. Abrams, the director, he put out a video today, and it was one more video, you know, just promoting this. And uh, it, it, it's a shot of him, and he's talking about it. But then as he as it pans out, you see that he's standing in front of an X-Wing fighter. And that's very, very, very exciting, because we haven't seen an X-Wing in forever. Yeah. And then uh, one of the little black mouse droids from Empire goes rolling by in front of him <laughs> and under the plane. So it was very exciting today that uh, a lot of people thought it might have been a Z-95 Headhunter, which is this kind of similar ship to an X-Wing. But there's double cannons on it, kids. Look at your S-foils closely, because those double cannons, those are, those wings definitely separate. And that's some sort of new school modified X-Wing, which is fucking thrillingly, thrillingly excited. And there's one other thing, Star Wars-y. That is on my mind because plot details were leaked for episode okay. seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So forgive me, anybody who doesn't want to get spoiled, fast forward a bit, do whatever. But this is this is potentially the plot, at least the beginning plot for episode seven. And I have a problem with it, which I never thought it would get to this point. I've had so much faith in J.J. Abrams and the whole goddamn thing that I had, I didn't even consider, oh, no. what if the story sucks? <laughs> I oh, feel man. like the kids at the end I never, Well, I never considered boys. that, too. I yeah. thought he, I, I was hoping he was going to do a good job. I was thinking I couldn't think of anyone else better right now to do, to take well, on the project. Even with Irvin Kirshner coming in, or not Irvin Kirshner, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, the guy who wrote Empire. Oh, I'm just having a brain for our kids. I apologize, but he's helping write the script for this, and you just think it's going to be great. But here's what it is: they lay it out that the opening shot of the movie is the scrawl, like the crawl, like usual, right? Uh-huh. And then it pans up into the stars, and you see a hand holding a lightsaber, a severed hand, just floating through space. With the lightsaber on or or off, just off. a severed I'm assuming, hand. I'm assuming okay. off. It's just a okay. hand holding the hilt, right? Okay. And uh, it doesn't get quite that detailed. But then this hilt lands on a desert planet, which may or may not be Tatooine, and they're actually hinting that it's not Tatooine. So there's some other desert planet. And then John Boyega and Daisy, whatever her name, the new kids on it, they're apparently kids who are trying to change their life and figure out a new path or whatever, and they find this hand crashed with the lightsaber, 
and they recognize it as like a Jedi relic. So they decide to go on an adventure to try and, I don't know why they would think, but to find the Jedi who owns this or something. I don't know. But then they ran in, They run into Han Solo and Chewbacca. This is where it gets fucking wonky, even wonkier. Okay, okay. So far, I'm not digging it, but yeah, yeah. keep going. <laughs> so far, just wonky. Now, it gets even wonkier here when Han Solo recognizes the lightsaber as Luke's lightsaber. And decides to go and take these kids and search for Luke, who he hasn't seen in 30 years. Okay. B- big problem with this. Why the hell would they have not seen him? Does Really? So that's what they're saying at the end of Jedi, after they're they all just... hanging out with the Ewoks and partying it up, Luke just splits? Like Or Han just splits? Or Han just splits? So maybe, yeah. maybe that. Maybe it is that, now that you mention it. Because... I, I didn't see Han not being with Leia. That wasn't even... Everybody has just automatically assumed they're together, and the question is, will it be their kids? Will it have the names from the books? Or blah, 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 blah. That's what I kind of thought they were going to... I was kind of hoping they were going to go based on the books. Yeah, so uh, this spoiler, apparently they're not even together. And that bothers me. <laughs> huh. And this yeah, is all then... I know. This is all that's been leaked. Uh, not much more than that. But apparently this is how it all starts and begins. And I, I, it makes me nervous. I know the movie's going to look beautiful, so I'm not too worried. But, see, as much as you can hate the prequels and say they were convoluted or didn't make sense, I thought they were a really good story overall. I thought the yeah, whole yeah. epic tragedy of Darth Vader's life from kid exactly. to old. Exactly. I, I appreciated the that political way, yeah. drama, you know? I, I kind of liked all that. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I think of it as, I enjoy it as a story of Darth Vader. When you when it's just about Anakin, you know. Well, even though Anakin, you know, the cheesy kid, but just the story itself um, is a good story. Uh, whether you know the holes and and all the other stuff, I enjoyed them. I, I would say I enjoyed them when they were coming out. I watched them. I went and watched them well, on the first did. day. Everybody you know? talked shit, but <laughs> yeah. they all fucking went. Those movies made exactly of right. Dollars, you know why? Why after Phantom Menace did you idiots keep going then? You know, yeah, because you yeah. fucking liked them. It was fun to see. They were a different vein, and they had certain things like they were over CGI'd. But he was trying something. You know, he yeah, was like, "Look yeah. what I can do now. I'm gonna throw everything at it." And now, because we've done gone the extreme of the old ways and the extreme of the CGI, everybody you guys re- are all bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's realizing now that there's a balance and there's an art to using both. You know, guys like Guillermo del Toro showed us this, and we're like, you need a mix of practical and makeup effects with the CGI. That's what makes it more authentic. Motion capture and shit, which is getting really popular, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But you know, I you know I enjoy. Uh, they, I feel like they should bring back, you know, maybe some light puppets, you know, or just uh, oh, for sure, and they are, the, and not every, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like staged shit, you know, shit that's there, you know, yeah, not everything CGI. Uh, I went, I have the collection of the old original Star Wars on VHS, and we had a little marathon, you know, when was it like last month? Whatever it was, uh, May the Fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we watched uh, we watched uh, Star Wars and we watched Empire. We didn't get uh, we didn't get into Jedi. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean it's 
Yeah, I mean they're they're cheesy, you know. It's, it's the special effects, but uh, I I still enjoy them. Like, it doesn't. It's it's about the story to oh, me. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you, you can't know. help it. When you, you know? get when you get down to it, it should be about the story and not the special effects. Well, I and... think they, they're going to go so back to practical that I don't think people are even going to care about the story this time. So people are going to be so excited to see actual sets and an actual Millennium Falcon and people actually interacting within these sets, you know, and locations. It's uh, That'll be fun, though. That'll yeah, be fun, too. I'm looking forward to it. So there's your Star Wars rant for the kid this week, kids. That's uh, that's what's been going on with that. I'm still going to give them my money, so, you know. Oh, of course. We'll, we'll who's, see. Yeah, who's not going to We'll give see me. if it's worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, other than that, uh, Star Wars, they're on a two-week hiatus right now, so there won't be news for a bit, you know. But uh, that thing is still going on if anybody does want a chance at it. Uh, there's only a couple days left, but uh, make sure that, uh, yeah, go to a force for change, StarWars.com, and you can win a chance to be in Episode 7 of Star Wars. Um, exciting news today. Sorry, you're going to go through a bit of news with me here, Andy. I hope you don't mind. No problem, man. No. Fan cool. Expo Canada. Fast approaching. One month. One month to go. And uh, the guest list has never, ever been anything even close to what it is this year. It's it's insane. So very people were very excited because Matt Smith, the 11th Doctor of Doctor Who was going to be there and people were like oh my god because people just love that fucking guy right and then they announced today that both amy and rory are coming as well for anybody familiar with the doctor who and that's a big deal so we're gonna have all of them here um and it's gonna be crazy uh all the basic usual ones you got your uh, william shatners and your patrick stewart's and uh this and that and also who else there was something exciting here I'm going to actually, I don't go to the laptop often, kids. You know that because I hate how it distracts me mentally from focusing on the fine entertainment I'm trying to provide you people with. But I'm going to do it for a moment because uh, I'm very, very fucking baked and I can't remember who all the guests So we're going to go and check it out. Fan Expo. Look at them all now. There's Fan Expo Vancouver, Regina, Calgary. Why is Dallas Comic-Con on here? That's kind of weird. Maybe the same company, I guess, is expanding over the border or something. Okay, here you go, kids. We got all those people I just mentioned. We also got Hulk Hogan. <laughs> we got Nathan Fillion, a uh, big fan favorite. We got Patrick Stewart, Elijah Wood. Uh, he's now, He hasn't been there in years, or if ever, I don't know. Bruce Campbell, Stan Lee, right. William Shatner... Adam West and Burt Ward. That's a big one for me. Uh, I Burt can't, Ward, yeah. huh? <laughs> Adam West has been here, but not with Burt Ward in the past. So that's very, very uh, exciting. I want to. We see are. Yeah. They were both out here in Phoenix. Uh, Burt Ward and they uh, and Julie Newmar was out here with them. I think she's doing this one too. If I'm. Oh, not right mistaken. on. <laughs> yeah, I don't see her here. Maybe she dropped out or something. But uh, Stephen Amell. Uh, we got a bunch of Walking Deads. We got Lauren Cohen. Uh, we got, that's Maggie, David Morrissey, the governor, Denai Gurira, that's uh, Michonne, Michael Rooker, The Walking Dead, 
And uh, that's really exciting. A whole bunch of Power Rangers. Ray Park. Darth Maul's going to be there. Oh, uh, cool. Edward James Almos. Cher- oh, uh, there's a special Twin Peaks thing going on with Cheryl and Fenn and Cheryl Lee. John Hedder and Efren Ramirez are going to be there. A whole bunch of wrestlers. Robert Englund is going to be there. Freddie himself. Chandler Riggs canceled. Oh, that's sad. Little Carl's not coming, kids, but... Uh, at least you got the rest of them. And then there's one that's a huge coup, okay? Here is the guest that blew my mind when I saw it. Because n- never in a million years would I have expected this person to do a Comic-Con. And that would be Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, man. Jaws? Jaws. <laughs> Jaws, yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Close Encounters, yeah. A million other movies from our youth, but wow. I'd ne- really, not to say he'd think it was beneath him or anything, I just never would have thought it was his deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, mainly because he's never done one, I guess. I don't know if this is his first or what, but I'm going to get him to stand, like sign a fucking Stand By Me thing or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's really fucking cool, man. Yeah, so uh, Richard Dreyfus, super cool deal, man. Fan Expo, you guys got to get up here sometime for that, that some year. I would love to go to Canada, man, for vacation. Where, what, uh, what part are you I am at? In, uh, I am just outside Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I'm in a little place called Clarkson, Mississauga. It's the L5J, and then. Yeah, man. If I if I get out there, man, I'll have to I'll have to go around that area. Oh, to, you come up here. I'm showing you. you show me around. Show me the. I even got a fucking couch yeah, hell yeah. Donor ass to sleep on if you want, man. Fuck yeah. I got right a friend on. in Arizona. <laughs> he just moved there uh, like two, three years ago. His name's Jay, and uh, he met a girl, and their whole fucking thing is out there. So he's been out there for a couple of years, and he just loves it. He's, this is a great place to cool. live, you know. Uh, I guess it depends you know, where you give are. Give it a few maybe. more years, but yeah. <laughs> maybe it depends yeah. on where you're at. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't care for it. I wouldn't. I mean, it's definitely cheap to live out here, as far as like That's anywhere else. Why he likes it, you know, Jay, you nearby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, other than that, man, it's. I mean, we have medical marijuana. It's, that's that's cool, but you know, they still they still like to bust people for DUIs and stuff, man. It's well, kind it of bullshit. Well, used to be like stupid tight down in like Arizona and Nevada, didn't it? Like Nevada was like life in jail for a joint at some point, wasn't it? Oh, they're uh, yeah. Well, they're medical now, but yeah, I remember when it used to be like that. Uh, that was when I was a kid, though. I remember hearing about that. Because they had that famous. But, uh, sign, last, yeah, we right? were there. Yeah. Yeah, that famous sign. Um, yeah, last time we were out there, uh, yeah, for Comic-Con, yeah, we were wearing our Super Stoner shirts, and people were liking us out there. We got, we were giving out stickers, and, and we gave out a, f- a few free comic books to, you know, some key people trying to make connections, yeah. you know. Um, but we went out walking the strip one night. We went, we got invited to go see uh, nice. Evil Dead, yeah. the musical. Yeah, it, and that shit was awesome. If you ever get a chance, if it's ever around well, in your town, started, or if you ever get a chance to go started, to Vegas, one of the first places uh, was Toronto, and it was here forever. And I just never got around to seeing it, and I kicked myself. Oh man, it. it was so much fun, man! <laughs> it was awesome. 
yeah, we went there, and then after the show was over, what was also going on in Vegas the same weekend as Comic-Con was uh, uh, EDC, which is uh, Electric Daisy Carnival, and it's like this, it's the, it's like the biggest rave, like, on the West Coast, <laughs> uh, like, like, it's like a four-day-long, like, rave and shit, dude, in, in the desert in Vegas somewhere, and, uh, and it's huge, uh, and while we were there, we are like, well, well, let's go and pass out flyers on the strip to, like, all the EDC kids that are there, you know, they're gonna, you know, they all do drugs and stuff, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> they might be into it, you know, so we're going around, I had my, my joint, my big old super joint, and we're walking around, and people were just, like, going crazy over that thing, we're, the people running up to us, hey, is that real? What is that? You know, and we were like, oh, no, but I got your attention, so here, have, a, have yeah. some stickers, <laughs> So yeah, it was pretty cool, man. We got all drunk and stoned and walked up and down the street. It was That's fun. Be cool, man. <laughs> I'd love to get down to Vegas someday. Fucking just totally fucking fear and loathing it up. That'd be sensational. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We met a dude at Comic Con that was dressed like Hunter. It was funny. Yeah, Take a there's usually with him. a Hunter or two. Yeah, yeah, which makes not a lot of sense, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think it'd be yeah. funnier if it was like if I did it and actually recorded it, like as a podcast. You know what I mean? Like do oh, the podcast wow. <laughs> as Hunter S. Thompson sometime, just where I'm being like shit. We're talking. Like, know? just have the recorder like around your neck, yeah. like one of those old old tape recorders and yeah, shit. Just yeah. carry it around with you. Oh man, and get like the fucking dust jacket. Like, yeah, sensational, man. <clears throat> so was Tommy? John oh, that reminds just... me. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, we'll talk about getting back on the cannabis cup subject. But when we were at cannabis cup, this uh, lady approached us, and she was with. Uh, the Colorado Normal Organization. Okay. And she asked us if we wanted to uh, donate to uh, Hunter S. Thompson, uh, or Hunter S. Thomas, Thompson, uh, Thomas, fuck, I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, it was like a, a fund. Uh, like a fuck, memorial or a statue or? <laughs> no, it's like a, a scholarship fund that oh, they okay. give to a student. Okay. Or they, or it's just like a big package deal or whatever, and uh, so we donated a few of our comic books for it. I guess they have like an auction off stuff, so we okay, yeah. we donated some some comic books and some posters and and stuff to that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, to be a part of that. I don't know how they never really contacted us back or anything. <laughs> I haven't heard from it, but I mean, yeah. we you know it was cool cool no, to do that's that. A good thing to do man, yeah, that's totally sweet. Was uh, so lay out the Tommy Chong where you guys are sitting oh, there and he okay. happened to walk by the table. And oh no, no, when we met, uh, when we met Tommy Chong, it was 4:20, and uh, and Fuck early off. in the day, yeah, it was it was 4:20, <laughs> and we were we we're at the booth and stuff, and and I had this guy hanging out with us. He was kind of just helping out with the booth, and uh, and Ship went. And was walking around and kind of checking out the con. My girlfriend comes up to me and she whispers in my ear. She's like, "Hey, you got to come with me right now, you know. Just, just let's go, you know. Just, just oh, you, you know got to come, dude. You know." That and my, I was like, "Why? What's going on? What's going on?" Yeah, my ex-wife and did that to me in Scotland. At so a club. I told, <laughs> and I, <went>. I told the, <laughs> I told the dude that was with us to to uh, to just chill out and watch. You know, if anyone needs any help, just just you know, just help them out. 
And I went with the, with her, and, she, and, and Chip was standing in line. There was a big line to meet Tommy Chong, and we, like, just missed it. But we were first in line to sign up. He was meeting – he was doing meet and greets, uh, 50 meet and greets three times a day on, on uh on that 420 day. Okay. And so we got to sign up to be in the second 50. And it's like, yeah, we, you know, we had, the, had, like, a sit in a VIP section for a while. And then uh, – um. Uh, then when it was time, we got in line, and then uh, we got in. Uh, when uh, we were we were going to meet him, uh, there was a lot of people there, you know, taking pictures with him and kind of bullshitting with him. We had a comic book, we signed it to him. We were like, you know, thanks for the inspiration. And then we each had a comic book that we wanted him to sign. And then we had uh, like my girlfriend taking pictures, and then another dude that was with us that was like taking pictures of everything, um, like a photographer, and uh, and. And so we're waiting there, and the well, the bodyguard kind of bouncer dude was in front, and he's like, only three people can come in at a time to meet him, you know, only groups of three, Whoa. and there was four of us. Whoa. Sorry. Um, right. <laughs> your audio just changed drastically. <laughs> oh, yeah, my controller my controller keeps turning off. There you Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Hello, can you hear me? All right. So the bouncer says only only groups of three, but there was four of us. We're like, oh, well, it's just going to be me and him and two photographers, and we'll just be really quick. So the bouncer was cool with it, and he let us in, and he let us talk to him, and we just kind of went up to him. And, yeah, it was like, you know, I went up, I shook his hand, you know, I gave him kind of like a bro hug, you know, <laughs> and uh, so, did, so did Chip. And we gave him the comic book, and we were like, here, man, this is for you. You know, we just want to say thank you. And he, he picked it up, and he looked at it, and he kind of, like, took his time, and he flipped through it a little bit. And we were kind of just standing there watching him, and he was flipping through it. And then uh, we asked him, like, hey, can you sign these for us? And he's like, sure, man. And he, he signed it, and he's like, he's like, to Andy, he's like, I'm going to give this an A-plus grade. He put, you know, A-plus <laughs> on the top. And then he signed it, and he signed one for Chip, too. And then he, like, stands there for a little bit, and he looks at the comic book, and he picks it back up. And he's like, oh, he's like, I really love the tits on the cover. <laughs> and, yeah, we started laughing. And then we took a couple of, like, yeah, we took a couple pictures with him, like, you know, group pictures. And then we... <laughs> You know, shook his hand again and and yeah. told him to have a good day and all that. And it was kind of it was really quick, you know, yeah, um, yeah. because we didn't want to take up a lot of his time. Of course. Um, you know, there's a lot of people waiting, and then there's a lot of people like beforehand that were like trying to like you know just chit chat with them, and the bouncer was getting pissed off about that, you know. Yeah, you can't so, just like, hang, man. You gotta have a purpose, you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we felt good about like he took the time to kind of really look through the comic book, and we weren't like trying to bug him or anything. We were like, letting him look at it, you know. <laughs> he loves that kind of shit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a I hope. Yeah. He's an illustrator himself, right? Yeah, I hope he liked it, man. Definitely. Dude, I'm pretty um, sure he dug it. Those are good picks too, though. Are those on your Facebook page? Yeah, I put those on Facebook. Yeah, they're they're all over. Yeah, they're all check over the that internet. shit out. You can see that stuff on uh, on the Superstoner Facebook page. It's fucking awesome pictures, man. So jealous of you fellas. Yeah, man. I, to meet the I've actually uh, I've actually met Tommy Chong before at a comedy club. Uh, years, years ago, man. Um, this was like when he first got out of jail, and uh, and he wrote he wrote that book, the yeah. I Chong. Yeah. And this was like he was doing a comedy tour, kind of promoting that book, and and he w he came to Arizona, and we checked him out. And it was a small club, and he was just he was on probation. It was cool. Um, the first time I met him, we were standing in line, 
and the small comedy club, and he just walks by. Just, we go, hey, Tommy, what's up? You know, we kind of shook his hand, and he just walked by us. And we bought, uh, we went to go buy our tickets, and the, the lady was like, oh, well, the floor seats are all sold out, but you get the first seats at Balcony, and in Balcony, you just sit wherever you want, you know, whatever is uh, available. And uh, so we were the first ones up there, and he was kind of standing over in the balcony by himself, looking over. So, we, you know, we walk up, it was a group of us, you know, some buddies. We walk up to him, we're like, hey, what's going on? We shook his hand, we're like, hey, you know, it's nice to meet you. And I offered I offered a joint. I was like, I got a joint if you want it. And he's like, oh, I can't, man, I'm on probation, I would uh... love to. You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, no worries, man. And we kind of, you know, we're like, well, you know. You know, we didn't want to take up too much time. I don't want to, like, bug him, you know, and of shit course, like that. Of course, And uh, so we're like, you know, good to see you. You know, it's good to meet you and everything. So we went and, and had our seats, and we were, started ordering some drinks and stuff. And then uh, he kind of was standing on his own doing his thing. And, and as he walked by to go backstage, he was like, all right, guys, enjoy the show. And we're like, yeah, definitely. And then uh, it was funny. His wife came up and did some stand-up, and then he did some stand-up, and then they kind of do a stand-up routine right. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then at the end of the show, um, we were like center balcony, and he's like, you know, thanks everybody, and everyone's clapping, and he looks right up at us, <laughs> and he does like like the joint, like the hand, the yeah. hand symbol for holding the joint, you know. And then we're we were just going nuts, you know. Uh... But. Yeah, so yeah, we got to meet him again. We we bought a T-shirt and he autographed a T-shirt for me. Yeah, and uh, that was fun. But I didn't want to bring that up. I don't want to be like when I met him again. I'm gonna be like, oh, I met you before. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's and, all yeah. Story. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't like, sure, I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah, I just wanted to to give him the comic book and make yeah. sure he you know he he checked that out. You know, so that was fun. That's super rad. And I was I was super high. One man. of our proudest awesome. Canadian exports. That's for sure. Tommy Chong. I don't know if you knew Tommy that. Tommy Chong. Uh, I I didn't know he was from Canada. I remember hearing of him and him and Cheech met in Canada, but I didn't know that he was from Canada. Oh yeah, he's Canadian. He's one of ours. Oh. Now you gotta okay, be second cool. guessing myself, but I've always known that. Of course he is. What am I talking yeah. about? That's not, <laughs> now you're gonna make me fucking check. But of course he is. God damn marijuana. You have smoked yourself retarded. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I'm from yes. Los Angeles originally, yeah, so that's right, yeah, we yeah. got we got Cheech. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, he's uh yeah, totally. He was born born in Edmonton, Alberta. He's right a, an Albertian right. <laughs> boy. So uh that's pretty cool. It's neat that you don't think of the fact that the Chong is Chong, you know, in uh He's got, like, Chinese in him, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's totally neat. Yeah, he was born in the University Hospital. Oh, sorry, maybe he's not. Is he not? No, yeah. Okay, so, oh, this is cool. His mother was uh, a waitress of Scots-Irish and French ancestry, and his father was a Chinese truck driver <laughs> who cool. emigrated to Canada from China in the 1920s. That's very neat. <laughs> what a story, yeah, Rand. Yeah, that's totally a background, eh? That reminds me of a time I was I was in Scotland and I was at this club called Frankenstein's. And uh, at the end of the night, we uh, we go out to the street, and I ask one of the security guards. There's a security guard standing there, so I go up to ask him if there's any food anywhere, if there's anywhere I get something to eat, like even a convenience store or something, right? 
And I'm so in the moment, and I've been there for a few days, so I'm totally not, it's not like on my forefront that I'm in Scotland, right? I'm just somewhere having a good time. And uh, I've pretty much, you know, stopped paying attention to the accent at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a large Asian community in uh, in Canada, right? Especially around here in Toronto and stuff. So I'm very, very used to the Asian community. And <laughs> I go up to the security guard. He's all got like all the SWAT stuff. Not SWAT, but you know, the big jacket and everything. Yeah. And it's a Chinese guy or an Asian guy. I don't know of what descent. But I, I, I say to him and I ask him that, is there anywhere to eat? And in my mind... I'm expecting this guy to speak back to me in my own accent, right? Uh-huh. Because I'm just not thinking about it. And all of a sudden, this really, really super Asian guy starts going, Oh, yeah, right. If you go down the street and make a right-hand turn and go around the corner, <laughs> you'll find a wee spot down there, and they've got a treats and stuff. And I was just like, what the shit? I think oh, I literally awesome. did like a head shake. It was like, what just happened? <laughs> Yeah, and it that was makes the, sense though. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even consider it because I'm so used to it here, you know. And there's not a lot of them there, at least where I was. So, the one guy I met, I just, I just totally didn't register, and it was trippy. But it was that night that uh, my my wife at the time, now ex-wife, she comes up to me and she whispers in my ear, and she's like, uh, "Come with me." And when I hear that, I just, you know, I know it's a joint, so I go with her. And I, we, we smoked the one joint that we were able to smoke in Scotland while we were there. And the girl who got it for us was a Canadian girl who worked at the hostel we were staying at. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so that's what it took to actually get weed in Scotland. But uh, yeah, yeah, pretty hard to pretty hard out there, huh? They don't. Uh, it's not very popular out there. You I think? I just or... don't know. I haven't been there enough to know and to really, you know delve into it i didn't really search it out yeah. much either you know but oh, yeah. I think being a tourist it's always hard yeah hash and stuff but they also have a uh they have a really bad smack problem you know like i was actually walking uh, down these stairs and i looked out this window and i looked across train the street. spotting huh oh it was total train spotting <laughs> i looked across the street into this graveyard and there was these two junkies behind a bush and literally the only place you could have seen these two in the entire city was from the window that I happened to be walking by on a stairwell. And I see them shooting up. And the one guy just starts kind of tweaking out. And the other guy turns around, takes a shit, pulls up his pants, and they split. And I was just like, this is oh, that's wow. just the skeeviest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It was, <laughs> oh, don't do smack, kids. It makes you fucking skeevy and gross and fucking ew. <laughs> I'm actually working on a... Uh... Uh, heroin uh, uh, issue story right now. I'm right. I'm in the middle of writing it. Well, not in the middle of it. I'm kind of like taking uh, a pause from writing so a chip can can catch up with uh, some artwork. But uh, I've already had. Uh, I got like the footnotes down, and and I just haven't actually sat down and written the story. But yeah, I got an idea for a for a heroin story. Excellent. Uh, the, yeah, the next one we're coming out with is uh, is cocaine. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, uh, in the form of uh, uh, a stripper. Nice. Because uh, the uh, you know <laughs> the the cli- <laughs> yeah the cliche you know all strippers do coke you know type of thing. Yeah. And uh, so in this next adventure with Super Stoner, 
uh, it's him going on a date with a with a stripper that's into doing coke, and then uh, you know he kind of goes on a date with her and ends up getting into some into some trouble. You know, and he's gotta he's gotta fight his way out, and and in the end, you know, he he uh, will get he'll convert her over to the weed side, and it's just like a whole like. You know, it's just a funny story. The metaphor we got a, the metaphor is like, uh, uh, you know, cocaine. You know, could be fun every once in a while, but you know, you don't want to make her your girlfriend. You know, <laughs> you, yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. A, you know, it's fun to go out with a stripper and have fun with a stripper. You don't want to date a stripper. Yeah. Moral <laughs> of this story, kids. <laughs> yeah, moral of the story. But it's gonna be a fun one. It's gonna have some boobies in it. It's gonna be a little bit more adult. <laughs> And uh, boobies are good. Yeah, Chip Chip draws some funny boobies, yeah. man. <laughs> well done. Um, well, I think we've uh, we've about reached the end of our time for this evening. Right on, man. I uh, I greatly appreciate you chilling out, dude. I uh, hope to have you back many many times. We got to get Chip and his uh, swirly ass mustache back on this show too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, the adventures of Superstoner dot com. Yeah. Check and, us out. Yeah, different variations of that name will make you. Uh, will take you to fucking Twitter. And well, actually, Twitter. It's super at Superstoner IVX or I, I. What is it? It's Superstoner IVXX, yes. and that's uh, Roman numerals for 420. Damn straight. It's e- that's an easy way to remember it. <laughs> I should know that, too. Fuck. <laughs> it's kind of a brain teaser. <laughs> well, I do Roman numerals every week on this fucking show. you think I'd have them down by now. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I couldn't believe it when I got to episode 100, and I, I was like, what's 100? And I looked it up, and it was C, and I was like, C? <laughs> episode C? That's fucked up. But uh, yes, Andrew Vega, Andy the writer of Superstoner.com. Kids, go out, get this comic book, support the cause, find them on Facebook because they put lots of fun stuff up on there. Andy, I had a fucking absolute blast. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Right on, man. Have a good rest of the day, man. And uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch. That sounds good. That's all we got this week on an elegant weapon, kids. Thank you, Ace. Jane,